0: hello 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 and welcome my name is robert kintai and this is my introduction to eight and a half years in utopia my company's name is truth mastery and we are here today to launch our podcast about a topic that's very near and dear to my heart see i like to use real life experiences and in this case i've opened the vault of of life experiences to you today so let, let me get into my story, so maybe you'll understand why this podcast, and then hopefully we can take a deeper dive into this and see how it applies to your life. So back in 1990, I went to the service, and I had bad knees. Long story short, I played a lot of sports, and I had some knee surgeries, and just needed a little time to try to recover a little more before I went into the service. And the doctor that checked me out, spent about five seconds, told me, get on down the line, quit your complaining. So I did. So <clears throat> I, a, a week or two into basic training, I broke my big toe. And then a week later, I broke it again. So moved on from it, dealt with it. Ultimately, got injured enough, bad enough to where I had to be uh, medically discharged from the military, came home. Long story short, eight, eight eight and a half years ago, the big toe comes back into play. How it came back into play is I stepped on a nail It went clear through that big toe and then took me on a eight and a half year journey of infections and just some horrible, horrible medical things. So I fought that off and on from 2013 for about seven and a half years and um, just stuff I won't get into. <laughs> I'm not trying to make this a graphic podcast. But let me just tell you that, you know, I could play with the bones in my feet. I had holes in my feet. That's how bad this was. In 2019, I lost below my knee. I lost my foot and part of my ankle. And that was tough enough. Then in 2020 and 21, I got COVID twice. The first time was, was it was not too bad. Sore, tired, slept a lot. But then I got it again about a month and a half later. And when I say I got it again, I got it with a vengeance. Almost killed me three times. I was hospitalized three times. You know, my kidneys almost shut down. My lungs were full of fluid. I mean, it was, I had 54, 58 symptoms at the time. If there was nothing more to the story, that was enough. But then last year in August of 2021, I lost the rest of my right leg. And along with it, a 29 year marriage because she didn't want to go through it again and uh, financial difficulties and a whole lot more. So why would I have the audacity to call this eight and a half years in in utopia when it's in reference to the eight and a half years of some of the toughest times I've had in my life? And I'm hoping to answer that. Because I think that's what a lot of people would love to know is like, how can they get past where they're at right now and what they're going through, right? And I don't know what that is. Only you know that. Maybe you're going through some abusive relationship that left you both mentally and physically scarred. And if so, I feel my heart goes out to you. Maybe you were mugged and beaten and almost, almost within inches of your life of, of dying. And it's left you, you know, this very uneasy, very unsecure feeling in life. I have empathy for you. Maybe financially you have blown up and you have nothing left but two pennies to rub to try to keep warm at night. And I can only hardly imagine what that feels like turning and looking at some young kids when you know that you don't even have a loaf of bread in the cupboard. I feel for you. Maybe you're even listening to this podcast at the library or at a friend's house. I don't know. But no matter what your situation is, I'm here today to try to change that in some small way. Look, I'm not here to manipulate you. And I'm not here to to put voodoo towards you. What I'm here today to do is to start a podcast to take you through an eight and a half year journey of mine where I didn't feel sorry for myself, and instead I made a choice to be happy and to pursue greatness. And if you don't think that's been difficult, you are sorely, sorely wrong about the whole idea. Because it has been difficult. But I'll tell you what, there's always a crossroads and we always get there. And I and I did. You know, I hit this crossroad. And how I possibly could find that happiness and utopia in all of this is simple. I, 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 there was a, a, a time period when after my, life, my wife had left and I was waiting for my daughter to arrive to help me to, to get back home, and it was all by myself for about a month. And I used that month to reflect heavily on what had gone on in my life. And I could feel it inside of me, I knew, I knew what I could have done. I was feeling sorry for myself. I mean, I even cried, I did this, I got mad, I got angry. All these things came out in me. But I realized something at this crossroads. I had two choices. I could go left or go right, right? For all you Matrix fans, I could have the blue pill or the red pill. And so the first choice was I could be down. I could be you know, feeling sorry for myself. I could have excuses from here on out because I'm missing a leg, I'm missing a wife, I'm missing everything else. I could sit here and have a pity party every day and who's gonna say anything to me. Or if I could go right, I had the choice of being happy, finding happiness in what I've gone through, and pursuing greatness each and every single day. Now, let me tell you about greatness. It's not easy to ever achieve. <laughs> right? So don't don't think I'm sitting here talking about how all these great things just easily happened because I've had a charmed life and I know that I know I'm very blessed but it's not about that it's about a choice of pursuit they're, they're about my choices I choose to be happy I choose to pursue greatness each and every single day of my life what are you choosing? have you asked yourself that? and again I want you to understand something we're not here because I'm right and you're wrong we're not here to blame you None of that's going to do us any good, but what we are here to do is put some ideas in your head that maybe, just maybe, can tweak your thinking just a little bit, because I believe in something. I believe most of us are just a few steps away from greatness. It's just hard because we get tired, we get exhausted, right? We have nothing left in our lungs, but that's up to you. Why don't I use all this as an excuse? By the way, I'm in a wheelchair doing this podcast right now. I use crutches to get around. I'm trying to relearn to walk at my age. I mean, I was an athlete. I did great things. And now I'm learning to walk at at this late age. Right? But But it's new. It's exciting. It's fun. I get the chance to learn to walk. I don't need excuses. Life's already there to beat me down and not let me up. And I know this. So why give it any more? You know, why put why put something in front of me like an excuse, like a blame, when what I really need is an excuse to get up and get moving again? And that's what I think we should make an agreement right here today about. We should agree that no matter what goes on to us, that's me, you, anybody in your life, anybody in their life, so on and so forth, that we agree that we're going to get up and keep getting up and keep getting up no matter what goes on. Can you do that? Can you agree to that? I don't know if you can get up right now, but I'm hoping that you understand that you can agree to that. That's going to be our mindset. We're going to get up no matter what. So how do I get up every day and charge? You see, when I had a wife, who used to be my best friend, I got up every day and I fought for her. Now people ask me, don't you have kids, don't you have grandkids? Yes, I have three grown adult children, One, one's in the military, the other two are, are uh, one's married one's getting married, and they're both having kids. And I have seven grandchildren, who I love very, very much. And I fight for them. But I'm not talking about them right now in this, how do I get up and charge every day. Yes, they're part of the equation. But the bigger part was that, that partner I had in life. See, I got up every day and I fought for her. And now suddenly she's not there. It's not us anymore. It's me. And so I have to go, wait a minute. And I did. I had to take a step back. What am I getting up and fighting for? And of course, the grandkids and the kids came into that picture. But I forgot somebody in this whole picture, and that's me. I get up every day and I fight for me. Because the better I am, the better everybody around me is. And trust me, I've had to go through a lot. I've had to change mentally physically like you can't like you can't believe but I've gladly done it because to now I'm getting up and I'm charging every day for me and for my family yes she's gone but they're not and they're just as important as she is I've just had to relearn that so why did my life my wife leave me at 29 years I mean how could she possibly do this now I can't answer for her If you want to ask me the real truth, I believe it's because she wasn't brave. She was a chicken. She couldn't couldn't stand here and, and keep fighting the fight every day. She chose alcohol over me. She chose another man over me. But that's her choice. She had choices to choose, just like I do. I'm not bitter, I promise you. That was five minutes after it happened. I'm done. And I don't believe she had a reason to leave that was justified that's why she won't talk to me and that's why she can't face me and that's fine but I can't take that on my wife left me because she left me I didn't go anywhere I was right here fighting for us so how do I deal with all the pain people ask me that all the time if you ever see me and I'll put up I'll put up some pictures you know my right leg's gone gone. I'm missing a couple toes on my left foot my kidneys almost shut down, I have a device in my back. I mean, I can go on and on, I've 33 surgeries. I've had 15 hospital stays. I mean, it's, it's been a lot, but what do I do about the pain? Well, first thing I'll tell you is, is after eight and a half years, I'm no longer on opioids. I took myself off them. No, not because I was addicted, not because they're bad, this, that, or the other. I didn't like how they defined me as a person. For my own personal reasons, I cleared myself of them. But it's not easy. But let me tell you what I do about the pain so you can really understand why it has become easy for me. Pain is a motivator for me. You see, I have these things called phantom pains. What's weird about them is, they only hurt when I sit down and relax and put my feet up. And not all the time, but most of the time. But when I'm out moving, guess what happens? The pain goes away. So that pain for me, it's a motivator. It reminds me, it's time to get up and get moving. I mean sometimes I work to the wee hours of the night because I don't want to feel the pain that way. I'd rather let the pain, you know, motivate me to get some things done I couldn't get done during the day. I don't need eight hours worth of sleep most of the time. It's five, six hours and I'm fine. I think that we all have to kind of figure out, you know, how we how we can deal with pain because, you know, my pain might sound excruciating to some of you, but while other might other people of you might be going through something worse. I don't know. This isn't a contest, I can tell you that. What this is, is we can all band together and learn from each other, that's what this is. This is, hey, I get that you have that, but let's figure out a way through it. Somebody says, what do I do? I have all these hurdles in life, right? I got this problem and that problem and this problem. I say to them, why do you go through the hurdles? And they look at me like, what? (laughs) That's why they're called hurdles, right? And I ask them, have you ever thought about going around them? <laughs> I mean, if you, if you can't jump hurdles, why try to go through them? You're going to fall flat on your face. Go around them. So much easier. It's, it's sometimes we get confused in what the real battle is, what the real fight is. That's not failure. That's you being smart. So what about all the loss? I get that asked a lot. How do I deal with all the loss? How do you deal with all the loss? Look, it's easy to look back and take account of all the things I've lost. Money, relationships, love, my right leg, right? I can keep going on and on all day long. What have I lost? But what can I gain is how I choose to look at it. And maybe I'm annoying you at this point, but it's not my intention. What I want to do is I want to inspire you. I want to drive you. I want to give you gasoline when you don't have five dollars to your name to get up and get moving. That's what this eight and a half years in Utopia is all about. Utopia, finding Utopia is up to you. Some of you live in uh, you know Hill, Hillsboro, Oregon. Some of you live in Seattle, Washington. Some of you live in in Tampa, Florida. Some of you live you know Springfield, Missouri. You live in West Virginia, New York, and you think it's paradise, while others might go there and go, gosh, this is not for me, and how's that possible? Two similar people go to the same place, one loves it, one doesn't, because you decide what utopia is. Utopia doesn't decide what utopia is for you. You've got to do that for yourself, and that's what this podcast is all about. It's showing you how to design your own utopia. And, you know, you start learning, like, hey, I don't need somebody next to me that's not going to be there for, with me. Something I learned about relationships is 100%, 100%. You give 100%, they give 100%. And if there isn't, I used to think it was 50-50, but that means you have a failing relationship. If one side gives 100 and the other side is given 80, you have a failing relationship. Both sides have got to give 100 and 100. Period. End of story. There's no more discussion about it. So... How I deal with all the losses, I start looking at all the things I can gain, you know, and I'm not going to go through all of it, you know, another time, another podcast, but, you know, I can give you an example with my wife, I felt like she was out of control spending money-wise, you know, she just spent it like it was water running through her hands, well guess what now, I don't have to deal with that, (laughs) and I'm not trying to be cold about it, but I'll tell you what, it makes my life a whole lot easier. I'm not having to deal with that. Yeah, I'd like to have my leg back. But you know what? If it wasn't going to be my leg, it was going to be something else. Let's be honest about it. There's always something in life that it's throwing at you, right? Yes, in this case, losing a leg is, to, is difficult. I have 12 inches from waist down. That's it. On my right leg. But you know what? Either be in this wheelchair or, or with that prosthetic leg on, I, there's nothing I pretty much can't do. I can do it all. I've learned to do it all. Was that with was somebody not being here, right? I've had to learn to do it on my own, so I do it. So where can we go from here? I would, I would spend that question back to you and ask it to you this way. Where can't we go from here? If we decide to change the way we're, we're going at things, it's amazing how much easier things will become. And I'm gonna give you an example. Happiness and greatness are intertwined. If you are happy and you're pursuing greatness, I guarantee you it'll become a lot easier to become great. If you're pursuing greatness and you accomplish it, you'll become happy immediately. But I put this in, in order for a reason. Happiness is a choice that you can make right now, right here, right now. Kind of reminds me of when you know we were at church and Pastor starts you know, going into a, a particular part of the sermon. And it's about coming up front and accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You kind of, you know, you call up there, they pray for you, and then you decide, you know, where you're at. And it's amazing when people decide something like that, how quickly they can change. Now, you can can decide to be happy within a click of a finger, but everything's not going to suddenly be happy because you decide to be happy. Let's be real about it. Happiness takes work, like everything else that we talk about. It takes work, and you're going to have to work at it, okay? No ifs, ands, or buts. You're going to have to work hard at it. But to make that decision right here, right now, do it with me. I'm going to be happy, period. Poof! Now, you've decided to be happy. Now what? Well, just like deciding to be a Christian right now, now the hard work begins. But don't let that sway you. You know, you may not be a Christian. I pray for you I hope that is the case that you are but you may not be but here's the deal I hope that you have some kind of higher power that you answer to I can be very open and honest with you and tell you that during this journey there's been a few times in it that I've felt very well I I, I was weak you know I was haggard I was worn I was ready to give up seriously throw in the towel lay there die that's how people die by the way they give up right Most, sometimes sometimes it's out of their control but in this case when you have a when you have a chronic disease like I've had you know you you can sit there and either fight or you can lay down and die well I was almost there but God wasn't going to let me do that he's got greatness planned for me I know he does that's why I'm listening that's why I'm using my voice right now with you and I don't know if you don't have God I just pray and hope that you have some kind of higher power that you can answer to that you can talk to that you can get yourself in the right place with For me, I can't take it out of anything I do. I can't take it out of this podcast. I can't take it out of my life. I can't take him out of my stories. Everything I do, God is right there in it. We are intertwined like greatness and happiness. And the role that God plays in my life is, is very simple. That's where my attention is towards. That's where my heart is open to. That's where my ears are pressed against. God grounds me. That's why I pray and hope that you have some kind of higher power that you listen to. So, how do you set yourself up for greatness as we start to wrap up the show? It's, it's something that, if you can understand this, it'll make all the difference in the world. And here's how it goes. Everything great I've ever done in my life, I programmed my mind for. I decided. I sat there and I wanted something. Maybe I wanted to be a wrestling champion. Maybe I wanted to hit home runs over the fence. Maybe I wanted to tackle quarterbacks. Whatever greatness I've achieved, it all came from my mindset. I programmed, I pre-programmed, and I re maintained that program over and over again until I achieved what it is I was trying to achieve. Even when I didn't accomplish the great goals I wanted to, I still had myself programmed for greatness. So why is losing my leg and my wife and anything else any different? it's not same thing for you you've got to program your mind and understand that you're going out for greatness not okayness not get throughness not surviveness it's thrive it's greatness it's happiness you got to set yourself up for greatness because if you don't you're never going to find it you've got to set yourself up for happiness if you won't You're going to be miserable. Nothing's going to go right. You're going to have nothing but excuses. And I really want to ask you that. Think about your problems that you've been going through. Think about what's afflicting you right here, right now. Where's the responsibility lie? And my last nugget in the show is this. And again, it's something that we'll get into more detail at a later show. But if you blame someone else for your problems then you're helpless, nothing you can do, because they're in charge. For instance, I used to always tell people, happiness doesn't come from my wife, doesn't come from this thing or that thing, it comes from me. I said that way before I lost this leg, just to let you know. Because even with my wife, as much as I loved her, what happens on the days that she just wasn't great? Then I had no happiness? I just chose not to live that way. If the happiness comes from me, I can have happiness every single day of my life. I can find happiness in the smallest of moments. Do do you realize that, what I'm trying to say? It's up to you whether these things occur or not. So what do you want to accomplish? Is there anything really stopping you after this short conversation that we've started today? Sit down, think about it. If you have to write it down, write it down. If you have to think about it, think about it. I always suggest writing things down because once you see them in front of you or put them on a computer screen, and you see what you wrote, it's like, wow, a journal is a great way to go. My company is, you know, we put out journals constantly because they're powerful. Right? You write in these things and then all of a sudden you go back one day when you have some time, you start reading through what you wrote and it's like, wow. You know, it's a it's a it's it's an awe-inspiring moment of something you wrote that was no big deal at the moment. But now that you look back at it, you realize how huge it really was. So that's the end of, of this first introductory episode right this maiden voyage that we've taken called eight and a half years in utopia i just hope as we kind of go our separate ways here today that i've i've gotten something into you that says hey things are not going to immediately change but there are things that i can immediately change that are going to make a huge difference in my life down the road look if, if you have god or you don't you have your own higher power or you don't the only one keeping score is you You got to stop worrying about what your friends are thinking or your parents or your family and everybody else when it comes to your choices on one hand. You consider them because they're your family or they're your close friends, right? But then you ultimately get to choose and decide how you're going to be. And what I hope is that you choose to be happy and that you choose to pursue greatness again, maybe after you gave it up, after this thing went on to you, after this chronic disease, this bad moment in time. Choose happiness, pursue greatness, and watch what happens to your life. So I want to thank you for listening to this introductory podcast called Eight and a Half Years in Utopia. And what you can come to expect from us, you know, along the way is just small bite-sized conversations about greatness and pushing through about, you know, these many journeys that I go on all the time, you know, with my infliction and, and with this, you know, this this thing I've gone through. And just to show you like hey you know what i've come a long way you know we'll get into things today you know i was diabetic i no longer am i had the worst neuropathy in the world now it's it's very minor my kidneys were almost shut down i was at about five percent ready to be put on a transplant list most of it has gone away i've just i chose to to let that you know that part of it occur to go out there and really just change these things that i've had going on but no matter what and where my health has been, I've still been in the same place. I want to be happy and I want the chance to pursue greatness. And now I want that for you. So until next time, my name is Robert Kintai. My company is Truth Mastery. And what we want to do is help you eliminate your lies, discover your truths and design your success. So until next time, God bless you. love you and uh, shoot for greatness.